What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Stuttering Christian Podcast. I am your host, Samantha, and a lot has gone on within just this month. We are in the new year, the new year, new me mantra, but at the end of the day, that can seem a bit nerve-wracking, but I am going to give y'all an update on my life. And within a couple weeks in, with a couple weeks in to January, a lot of cool stuff has happened in my life. First things first, and I believe that things that seem out of the ordinary to happen is is by the grace and work of God. Within last week, I get a email from my dad, and he said, I know that you really want to work with a Christian company, but I came across this because a friend mentioned it, and you should check it out. I don't know if it's a job, but they have an ambassador thing, and I'm just like, why not? I've I've dipped my toes in affiliate marketing that doesn't really make me much, but that is besides the point. When I clicked on the link, I saw that it was a well-being social media app. And as I'm going through it, I sign up and I see, oh, they have a Instagram. So I click on their I- Instagram and I see that, oh, they are doing the thing that I've seen on TikTok. And because why not? I will follow. And I get a DM from Matt and he ha- asked me, saying, hey, how did you find us? And I said, oh, my dad. And I explained on just where my dad dad works. And through conversations and a handful of calls, I am going to be helping them launch the app at Baylor University. Like, what? What? I have been praying, praying for months to be involved in something that I feel appreciated, I feel heard, and I feel seen. Don't get me wrong. I feel that at my other jobs. But there was something that I just needed a bit more. So, That will be going on next Monday, which I am stoked for. Plus, I get to see Lisa, 
who doesn't want to see Lisa Green? But that has been a very cool thing. And the cool part is that these guys that are the founders of this app, they are from the UK. So I am just like, A, let's go, let's go. And that has has been a awesome, cool thing that has happened in my life so so far. An- another cool thing another cool thing that has gone on in my life is late last year and up to now, I have realized that I love social media, which may- makes sense because one, I am Gen Z. <laughs> We lived off on social media. We watched the YouTubers like Zoella, um, Smosh, Shane Dawson, Joey Graceffa. Like, we lived off on that. So it it makes sense that I have fallen in in love with the side of social media that isn't really talked about much, and that is social media managing. I also extremely love the the strategy, strategist side of the job. I have been helping boutiques. I've been helping a candle company, and it's been just so cool that within this it developed developed into me work working alongside women in youth ministry and if you know me well sorry if you know me well i am a big fan i am a super fan this group of folks they have for one changed my life and the fact that I get to work on the social media side of things like what it's been just so so cool and it has been cool because I get to learn how the the social media side of things goes on within a organization and that has been so freaking cool. So freaking cool that it developed into one of my youth pastor friends uh, reaching out to me saying, hey, can you help help me on, on this? Like, I get to do what I love and I get to help my my friends, and I get to help them look good on social media. Like what? What? Another cool thing, not re- really within job wise. I ha- have tried to record a podcast many times, where I just run on that dopamine, and then it's gone. 
but I'm still go going strong. I went with Lisa and we went to the Top House concert. I'm actually wearing their shirt. If you ever find like a small band artist on TikTok and they have the chance to go to your town that you live neighbor from, go. Absolutely go. Because I've been to many concerts in my time. But my favorite one so far has been the Top House concert. And you're probably thinking, oh, like, did you get to meet the band? All of, of, of this stuff. If you compare the Top House con- concert to when I saw Noah Khan live and it was below free- freezing, I was standing in, in line. There, there was about like hundreds of hundreds of us and it was so packed, so packed that I made friends with everyone around me to save my spot because I had to go pee. Um, yeah, the Top House con- concert surpasses seeing no, no, Noah Khan live. Don't get me wrong. I am a super fan. I love no, Noah Khan. But the venue and with it being below freezing and me freezing my tushy off, like me and Lisa... Or Lisa and I, we got to the venue about like 10 minutes before the doors opened. And it was so cool because it was at uh, the Dada venue in uh, Deep Elm. And it was so cool. Because it wasn't a big stage. It wasn't a big venue. There was about like 50 of us there. And it was so fun. So, so fun. So a 10 out of 10 to go to the Top House concert. Because it is a vibe. It slaps. And it is it is great. But that isn't my main topic of what I I want to talk about within this podcast. Within, I think it was a a couple days ago, I was just scrolling on Instagram, watching Instagram stories, and I came across the National Stuttering Association. And they made a post asking everyone saying, what workshops do you want to see at the conference? And someone put down, they want to see a workshop about being a person who stutters, who is in ministry. And let me tell you, if the conference wasn't the same week as high school camp, I would go. But I have jobs that I need to get paid 
and to pay rent. So I won't be able to attend the conference, but I have a a platform where I can talk about it and it not being in a workshop format, it's in a podcast format. And I've already made a TikTok and a Instagram reel about it and decided, hey, I am going to make a podcast about it. So this is being a person who stutters, who is in ministry. If this is your first time listening, hi, my name is Samantha. I am a person who stutters, who has their bachelor's of arts in biblical studies. I have worked at two churches as a youth director where I oversee the youth ministries. And now I'm at my home church and I am the youth and kids director where I oversee both. And so I, I, I can say I have a lot of experience being a person who stutters, who is in ministry. And I have wrote down a a couple things that I mentioned in a TikTok that I want to mention here that I can go in more depth of just the whole topic. And number one is it's okay to have bad speaking days. Let me tell you on a Sunday night where I am giving the sermon to youth and I just start to stutter a lot. A lot, a lot more than I normally do. And the thing is, it is so normal to just retract and just not not speak. But the thing is here, God has called you into ministry. And being a Christian as a whole isn't sunshines and rainbows. It is hard. It is difficult. But letting a speech impediment control your day-to-day life isn't how you should live. It makes life sucky and it's it's hard to say this, but it makes life lame if you let your, your stutter control your day-to-day life. I have mentioned to both, to every church that I have worked at, that a Sunday night, it all depends if my stutter is a lot more. We may go um, 15 minutes over schedule or it may be a bit where we are done before the time is done we never know if i'm going to be stuttering a lot more or or not and that and that's fine 
being okay to have bad speaking days follows in with being open on your stutter. Being open about the challenges that you face. And let me tell you, mentioning your stutter in a interview for a church job is key. It is key. And I know it may seem scary. Believe me, it still, it still seems scary. But being open and saying, yes, God has blessed me this and it's fine. It's not the end of the world. It is fine. I am still capable to do my job. It may take me a little bit longer to get the words out, but I have a voice. And being open like that in the interview process, being open like that to the church, to your youth group, your children's group, whatever, will make your life a lot easier. I can't express that enough because the times that I was open, they wanted to, to, to learn more, which leads me into my, ne- my next point. We as the stuttering community, we have a stuttering awareness day in week. Find out when those day and week are and celebrate them. Celebrate them with your youth group. Celebrate them on social media. Because celebrating it shows to everyone, once again, you are not going to let the way that you speak control your life. And doing this can range into any atmosphere. I have a friend who we have the same name. And we stutter. And we are both from Texas. And every time the stuttering awareness day or week comes around, I would have her come and speak. And I would tell her saying, okay, this is what we are covering on. I want you to figure out a way to loop it into your testimony too, because I want my youth group to learn more and to see that stuttering is different for every person they meet. My stutter isn't as bad as it once was. And let me rephrase that. When I say bad, I mean more evident in speaking. Now, as I've gotten a bit older, it comes out a bit more than I actually like. But it is fine. And doing this helps them learn. And with whatever ministry group or if you work in a church, 
if talking on the phone is too overwhelming because it just brings so much fear, this is when you delegate that to your volunteers. I haven't done that yet, but doing that is good to know as a plan B if I just can't get the word out. When I have to talk on the phone, when I have to call a parent or whatever, I tend to go to the the bathroom, close the door, and... And I am in a stall, just standing there talking on the phone. And it's fine. I try to find a quiet place to talk on the phone. And within all of that, at the end of the day, have your ministry a safe place for everyone. If they are on the spectrum, if they have a DHD, whatever, make it a safe place. One of my biggest successes, I guess, within ministry is making it a safe place for the ADHD folks. I have ADHD, but I am medicated, and that's my choice. But I have had had youth that do have it, but they are not medicated. So it makes preaching a lot interesting, and it it makes it fun and silly because they will ask me, Miss Sam, Miss Sam. Did Jesus poop? And let me tell you, I have been asked that by a junior high boy. But making it a safe place for them to ask those silly questions, y'all, y'all, it is a win. A win in your book. Because at the end of the day, if your youth pastor when you were a youth. Like for example, mine was John Nader and I have had him on my podcast and I still say this to this day that he was the one planting seeds into me leading up in my first youth ministry job. He is the one that inspired me. He was the one that made youth group a safe place for me to ask those silly questions. And he always had answers. So at the end of the day, it is okay. It is okay to stutter and it is okay to be open because it will make your whole day-to-day job a lot easier. So as I always say, if you ever meet 
a per person who stutters. Be kind and don't be a jerk.